Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. This is Tassie Breakfast with Flash and Jeevesy. Friday, i David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves with you on a beautiful Hobart morning. Thanks so much for joining us. Speaking of beautiful, this guy we've got uh, coming up here in the next few seconds, Brett Jeeves. He was beautiful in every way with his left and right peg. And still to the day, I'm not just saying that because he's here, <laughs> he's the best exponent of both I've ever seen. Good morning to the great man, Tasmanian legend footy. We still playing some good cricket with the rugby bullets, by the way. We might talk about that, Ian Callan. Good morning. How are you going there, mate? G'day, boys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, thanks for those kind words, Flash. Very, very true. Um I want to talk to you about some all things footy, mate, but straight away, the the big news, and I know uh, big news that rocked not only everybody and certainly rocked you about the great land sporting during the week, mate. Um, awful, just awful. What was your what was your initial thoughts and, and, and take out of it all, mate? I was just shocked, to be totally honest, Flash. Um, you know, obviously it's been well written about how good a bloke Lance was and... Um, you know, he's impacted a lot of um, guys' lives and, um, you know, I'm only a small portion of it, but, um, you know, what he did for me when I was coming through the, the Devil's ranks when I was a young kid, you know, as an 18-year-old, um, you know, he sort of nurtured me, took me under my wing and sort of basically when I was struggling with a bit of fitness sort of the side of the game, um, you know, he took me under his wing and got, got me into the mountain bike riding and, and pretty probably pretty much turned my career around, to be totally honest, him and Dogger. You know, got me on a, um, on a mountain bike and we were riding up through the domain you know, three or four times a week. So, you know, he's had a huge p- impact on my life, but he's had a huge impact on everyone's life, really. It's just a total shock, mate. You're just you know, expecting to see him, you know, walking around the streets. You know, I remember back in the day playing Devil's Days and you'd, you'd go out and have a, have a fair session and you'd, you know, rock down to Salamanca to get a pie at about five in the morning. He'd be delivering the milk. So uh, it's just going to be uh, sad not seeing him around and, you know, hearing his voice again. What was his greatest strength? He's one of those guys that... Nobody says a bad word about, and I mean nobody. I've, well, I've certainly never heard a, a, even a hint of a bad word. What was his overall strength as a coach? I think building relationships, mate, and that's you know he's probably before his time because in the end, that's you know if you, if you can't build relationships with guys and you don't build a rapport with your playing group, you know it's going to be hard for you to make it. You know, number one, you've got to be a reasonable coach, but you know, overriding fact, you've got to be someone that can build relationships. And he had a big. Um, focus on, you know, making yourself believe in yourself. So um, he was, yeah, like I said, he was massive for me, but I'm only a small portion of that. He's done that, you know, to thousands of kids around Tasmania and, you know, even his playing days, re- reading back. And, you know, my father-in-law was lucky enough to be around his presence at Sandy Bay and said he was an absolute legend as well. So, um, yeah, he's going to be sadly missed. And, you know, we've got to wrap our, uh, our arms around Mandy and her family because, you know, they were doing it tough. You know, I ran into Mandy yesterday actually in town. It was really strange. Um, yeah, I was getting a boost and, yeah, turned around and there she was. So it was a, a really surreal moment. But, uh, yeah, we've got to wrap our arms around her. 
Well, you know, one of the things about Lance is that he didn't just impact footballers. He, he impacted everyone. He's one of the one of the rare people that you know. I mean, I'm a I'm a former cricketer, and I, I dealt with Lance uh, a little bit on a, on on some work things and. Um, every interaction you had with Land Sporting was was a great one. It was it, it was an interaction that set you on the journey of a great day. A really always super positive. Share, share with us a, a little bit about um, your time with him as, as coach in in the Devils. Of course, he was the last Devils coach. Um, you know some of those successful teams. Um, t- take take us back to that time. I just it didn't matter if you played a good game or a bad game. Jay's in the end, he was just. You know, the life of the party. So he just made you feel really comfortable. You know, obviously you're extremely disappointed when you play a bad game or, you know, you've been there yourself, you play a bad game of cricket. But he was always there and he was always the guy that um, would pick you up. You know, Dogger, Dogger was a really hard taskmaster. He was an unbelievable footy coach, but he was a really hard taskmaster and would challenge you. And, and as an 18-year-old kid, it was hard to take at you know, stages. But Lance was the guy that was always there to um, show you support and, um, you know, make you feel that you were still good enough to play at the level and, you know, he's so good at making you believe in yourself. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's, you know, not, not hearing his voice anymore is going to be extremely difficult. But, um, yeah, um, his uh, legacy will certainly live on in my life. Mate, you've, you've gone through your own um, health scares um, lately with um, uh, some, some heart concerns yourself. Talk to us about the importance of, of, of heart health and, you know, what, what you've learned over, over the last little period. I mean, I, I see you running quite a bit down at Cornelian Bay. Um, so, obviously, it's, it's something that you've taken very seriously. What, what, what message can you share with everyone about that? Well, at the end of the day, Jeezy, it's, your destiny is in your own hands. So, um, you know, it's obviously obesity is a big problem in, you know, not, not in just in Tasmania and Australia. It's probably worldwide, to be totally honest. It's just... You know, make, being able to make the right choice, uh, choices and putting yourself around people that, you know, that you're lucky enough to play at a reasonable level where you've sort of got that drive to be able to do that sort of thing. But for people that have never really been in sport, it's, it's a real struggle for them. So my advice would be to get, get around people that, you know, maybe have been in the system or been, been you know, got a background in, you know, like the, like the training side of them and just jump on board. You don't have to be able to run, you know, flat out like they do, but just, you know, get, getting out and exercising and eating well and, doing the right thing and you know the biggest thing I've learned in the last 12, 18 months Jesus, is that just enjoy life mate just um you just never know absolutely we've lost some, uh, really good people in the last year you know 12, 18 months so um yeah just enjoy your family and enjoy life and but just do it in the right way yeah and look you know you could point what you raised there about wingy um a, a few years ago we had a a nervous moment with yourself, mate. So you've got a, a real grasp of um, of that conversation about taking every moment to itself. I need to talk to you about your young fella and your oldest young fella and Jackie boy. Um, I love that you guys almost as a family and as a um, really have decided to push out this two-sport thing. Um, as we know, Jack's... Um, had an excellent footy season last year and he's very highly touted. But he loves cricketers just as much, doesn't he? He's had a pretty good year. How have you, how have you managed to keep that balance um, with him or is it really just as simple as, look, you've got a, probably a one-year another window here before you have to make a decision. Go and play, mate. Is, is it as simple as that? Yeah, it's been extremely difficult, to be totally honest, Flash. He, um, yes. He's, um, yeah, he obviously loves both. It's really hard, difficult decision for him to 
at the moment he's just trying to play both and try, trying to juggle as best he can. So it's going to get extremely difficult in probably the next two or three weeks because it will. North Hobart, you know, first grade pushing for finals, hopefully playing finals, and then the Devils will be ramping up and playing practice games. So I know. I'm pretty sure he can play, you know, this week. He can play the first week, but can't play the second week in the cricket. So, at the moment, he's probably got to go down the footy path in the in the fact that he's in the AFL Academy and he's probably going to get one crack and there's only 30 kids in Australia that get that opportunity. So, you know, the next yes. month for him is going to be super important in the footy side of it. But he's also under no illusion that North Hobart Cricket Club's been unbelievable for him. They've given him, you know, a huge opportunity in the last two or three years. So, he doesn't want to burn those bridges either. So... He wants to can do he the sneak right into a grand him, final? Can he sneak into a if if need like can he ease back into a, a finals weekend if need be? If you look, if he yeah, looked I that far, so. I think he's looked at all that sort of stuff. So, I bet he has. Um, he's he's all over that sort of stuff, mate. He's really good at time management and looking at where where he can play and where he can't play. So he'll try and do his best to fit it all in, mate. But um, you know, whether he's there to support him with his back, whatever he, he decides to do, he, you know, he's nearly an eighteen-year-old kid now, so. He is. Laura and I are just there to give him support, and he, you know he's, he's old enough to make his own decisions. Mate, has um, I mean, I, it's it's difficult because you're you're a dad now, so you know ha- having an opinion on on this your is young a good question you're going to ask him on, like <laughs> on on live radio is is obviously quite hard. So if you've got to sit on the fence here, I completely get it. Um, has has cricket got its pathway wrong? You know, so you've you, you've kind of hinted there that. Um, that the young fella's got to make a decision at the moment that, that is geared towards football. You know, he's one of 30 across the nation has been identified as part of the academy. Why wouldn't cricket be doing a similar thing to, to, to try and promote the, the best 30 young uh, kids of that age group, which, which Jack would be a part of as well. And again, I don't want to embarrass you, but he, he's as good a 16, uh, 17-year-old prospect as I've seen in 20 years. Um, do, you think, do you think cricket's got it slightly wrong? I don't really know, Jeezy, to be totally honest. I've never really been into the cricket side of it. If I, if I had to answer the question now, you're, you're probably right. They, if they haven't got that, that sort of academy and that sort of pathway, I know Tasmania mm. have those sort of pathways, but, um, you know, for Cricket Australia not to have it, you know, that's probably a way where they can nurture their best 30, you know, 16, 17-, 18-year-old kids coming through. So I think the thing for Jack, the reason he's chose footy probably for the next, you know, little period is that, He's still only a 17-year-old kid, so That's right. um, in the end, he can, you know, if he doesn't make it with footy next year, he's always got, you know, the state 19s next year for another couple of years. So, it's a good move. That's the path he sort of chose to go down, but he's un, under no illusion. He's still got a lot of hard work to do. He's still, a, you know, a whole season of footy to go. So, you know, how much it turns, it can, you know, turn in five minutes. So, he's under no illusion that he just needs to work hard, and we'll see what happens. Just, uh, I'd love to talk to you for another half an hour before we let you go. What a couple of observations is that he's had a little, little funny little black moustache since he was 16 years of age. I'm pretty sure Ian Callanan uh, wasn't getting a moustache until he was about 22 um, as, as the father. This, this decision he's, he's got to make, um, he's probably capable maybe at both, isn't he? It's, it's, a, it's a big one. I think he's got something special on the footy field as well. And is that, is that, I know you, you don't want to pump his tyres up too much, but is that, is that how you f- feel it? Yeah, absolutely, mate. And um, at the end of the day, like I said, it's, um, it's a good position to be in. But it is. But I'll keep saying to him, it's, um, it keep means nothing to it. Uh, yeah, you've got to put the hard work in. So um, it's, he's certainly doing that at the moment and giving himself the best opportunity. And, yeah, we'll, we'll see where it takes us. 
Love to talk to you for a little bit longer, mate, but we'll catch up with you a bit later on the year in Callan. Thanks for the wise words and good, kind words about land sporting. Good man. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for Let, Let's go to a quick break and we'll come back with Flash and Jeevesy.